Newsbreak podcast. The students are demanding what they've been promised in the constitution. I mean, it's there written in the constitution that everyone has the right to access to higher education, although it is subject to progressive realization. We cannot be into 26 years of democracy and we still have uh, a majority of black students being disqualified from education based on financial basis. If one is disqualified from education, rather let it be on merit, not on effect of accountability. What are the rules and regulations that actually govern a student protest of this sort? Number one, we have the principal legislation, which is the regulations of the Gatherings Act, right? That is um, the principal legislation which, uh, which regulates uh, gatherings. Then we also have the Constitution, Section 17. Then we also, to a certain extent, if it's in a university, then you have uh, university policies uh, regarding crowd management and so forth. But a policy, we need to understand that a policy is not law. And even if we can have a policy speaking to crowd management, it needs to conform with the Constitution and it also needs to conform with uh, uh, it needs to conform with, with the regulations of the Gatherings Act. There are visuals on television of students burning tyres on the roadway, throwing bricks, it looks like, on the actual road. What then do you make mm. of that, given what you just said? We need to then um, understand the Constitution says everyone has the right to protest, but they must do so peacefully, they must do so without being armed. Now, when we talk about a violent protest, a violent protest is one which has a threat of harm on a person or property. Then being armed, we read it with the Weapons Act um, of the country to say, number one, were the students armed? Were they carrying anything that can be considered by the Weapons Act as being armed? Um, If not, then now we move to the second element of the Constitution, which says that what is a violent protest? A violent protest, as I said earlier, is one which, um, you know, it carries the threat of harm to a person or property. Now we need to now think, look at those conducts. Is banning a tire on a street, um, you know, does it pose a, a threat of harm? Are they threatening to ban someone with that tire or are they threatening to? damage someone's property with that tire. And if not, that cannot be found, then the, the protest still falls within Section uh, 17 of the Constitution. However, now, uh, with that being said, the difficulty becomes where uh, we have a disturbance of other people's rights. Stanley, there's an age-old criticism that says students should not damage that what they are going to use, such as university property. What can mm. you say to that? That is very correct, because... Once there's any incitement of violence in a protest, it delegitimizes the protest. So now we stop looking at the protest as a legitimate one to say, these people were protesting for what they were promised. Now we start looking at the violence. So I do agree with that statement that when you are protesting, do not incite any violence because you are shooting yourself in the foot by delegitimizing your protest. Because from a protester, you are now labeled as a criminal. And now if you are labeled as a criminal, it also affects what you are fighting for as a protester. News break. Lotus FM. Powered by SABC News.